If there's something strange in your neighborhood, who are you going to call? The Metropolitan Police, of course. Hello and welcome to episode 77 of the Stu and Al pod with him, Stu. And me, Al. Oh, I've done it again. Stu, this is our Halloween podcast. Oh, yeah, suitably scared. Al, it's yeah. um, the first episode we've done in my new digs. It is. I can see it behind you. You've got telly on wall. Viewing. A radiator. A radiator there. Yeah, good. There's a very cupboard in the kitchen. Excellent. What you got to tell me, Stu? Anything exciting? Yeah. Yeah, I do, Al. Um, so as you, you can call this episode the Halloween special, I guess we can do that. Yep. Uh, but something that is spooky is that uh, Halloween, it always reminds me of potatoes. Oh, yeah. Same with you, or? Sometimes. Mm. It's always a potato-themed thing, isn't it, Halloween? Yeah. Anyway, speaking of potatoes, <laughs> uh, there are these two sea monsters just chilling in the ocean, as they do. Yeah. All of a sudden, a ship full of potatoes uh, sails by. One of the sea monsters grabs it and eats it, all of it, the whole thing. Hmm. Ten minutes later, another ship goes by, again, full of potatoes. And again, the monster eats that one as well. No. In the next hour or so, the monster must repeat this about 15, 20 times. And the other sea monster says, look, like, yeah, why'd you keep doing this? What's for you and all these potato ships? He goes, well, once you start eating potato ships, you just can't stop. Oh, Pringles. That was actually how uh, fish and ship shops came around as well. Oh. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> oh, bush. <laughs> It's been a while since that. <laughs> <laughs> Stu, um, would you, as soon as it's Halloween, or, well, it's actually the 22nd of October for us, but it'll be Halloween when this episode comes out, I think, or yeah. just before. Uh, well, no, it will be before. So, Stu, I've got five jokes for Halloween um, for children, if you'd like to hear them. Always. Um, who did the ghost take on a date? His ghoul friend. Uh... Yeah. Uh, what position did the ghost play in soccer? The oh. goalkeeper. Oh. Uh, what is in a ghost's nose? Boogers. Boogers. Boogers, yeah. Boogers, yeah. Uh, what's a ghost's favourite play? Romeo and Juliet. Oh. Yeah. And how do ghosts send letters? Ghoul mail. No, through the ghost office. Ah, <laughs> some excellent jokes there. If you got any jokes, send them in. You know, please. We'll read the best ones out on the other show. Yeah, now it's time for top three. Top three. In each episode, me and Alice set a subject, and we tell you our top three things about it, and then we put it on Twitter, and everyone else tells us their top three things about it. Yeah. We've got some new people this week, you know, Al. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, two new people. Uh, so if you don't get what I mean, Al, I'll yep. say to you what would be your top three placemats. What would they be? Uh, I remember the placemats that I uh, used to have when I was younger with ducks on them. Quite like those. <laughs> oh, have you got those? <laughs> oh, no, they were. No, not like they weren't. They were similar to that, but slightly different. But they're good. I like those ones. Um, I like placemats where when you move your play, yeah, as a chicken, 
Is that chicken? Yeah. So when you move your place ma- plate away, there's a nude lady underneath. I like those ones. <laughs> <laughs> They're just um, pictures from pornographic magazines that have stuck to placemats. <laughs> sheep on- and that one, that sheep one. I take it your what's your <laughs> to wrap it? Yeah, go on then. What's your top? This three? one. Yeah. This one. So that was a rabbit. This <laughs> one. The sheep. That's my favourite one. And um, this one. Yeah. And the, that's my honourable mention. Oh, the, the chicken. A very good. Yeah. Stick. Thank you. So on this episode, it was my choice for top three. And I chose your top three movie monsters. <laughs> Stop showing me pictures of ducks. <laughs> so how, did you, how did you get on with this one? Quack. <laughs> I am. Um, I've had a lot of sleepless nights right, with all these <laughs> monsters being around. So. Yeah. <laughs> So, Steve, do you want to go first on this? Give us your number three. Yeah, yeah I'll go first, yeah. <clears throat> number three, I've got Slimer from the Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah, I'd not thought about that one, actually. Originally referred to as Onion Head and sometimes the Mean Green Ghost. He featured in every single Ghostbusters movie to date released so far and was in the animated series as well. But in the animated series, he was a good guy. Oh, was he? cat in the background oh. there. Uh, yeah, he was a good guy in the animated series. Um... Voiced by Frank Welker in the animated series and by Ivan Reitman and Adam K. Sorry, Adam Ray in the movies. Yeah. His backstory <laughs> differed. So in the comics, it was King Remmels, which is Slimer backwards, who was an obese king that died of heart failure. Hmm. But there's a deleted scene from 2016 reboot. They should make this a film. Slimer was a gangster who yeah. loved food. One night, he goes into a restaurant and orders lots of food off the menu, tons and tons of dishes. But a waiter gets his order wrong, so he kills him. Uh, He goes to prison for that, and he's executed. After his death, the Ghostbusters find him in the same restaurant, but due to their equipment still being at the experimental stage, they disfigure the ghost and destroy his legs, and he turns green in the whole... Oh, that's quite good. That's a good A Slimer Origins film when he's a gangster. Yeah, that'd be brilliant. And you don't know it's a Slimer origin film until the very end. Yeah. So when he's like, just oh, eating 25 hot dogs. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, would, I would go to watch that. I would. <clears throat> My number three, Stu, is Don from Monsters, Inc. Um, now, no, not Monsters, Inc. Monsters University. Um, now, Don was the oct- like the older, mature student at the university uh, who is like a, he's got tentacles, so he sticks to stuff quite a lot. Uh, voiced by Joel Murray, or Joel Murray, from the 2013 film Monsters University, as I've said. <clears throat> he is a member of the Uzma Kappa fraternity. He's returned to college as a mature student to follow a dream, dream, of, be- yeah, <laughs> a dream of being a scarer. He's got tentacles, and at the end, he ends up going out with Squishy's mum. <laughs> he reminds me of um, Ned Flanders. Yeah, a bit like Ned Flanders, or Harold Bishop, I like to think of as well. No, I mean, he kind of looks like Ned Flanders. Yeah, he does a little bit with the moustache and everything. But I've, he's brilliant in Monsters University. I find him hilarious. So he's my number three, Stu. Not all monsters have got to be evil. That's one, one point, point I wanted to make. That's a good point. Go on, Stu, who's your number two? Number two, I've got Predator from mm-hmm. the movie Predator. Yeah. Described by Arnie's Dutch as <clears throat> one ugly motherfucker. Yep, correct. <clears throat> Predator is a very skilled tech advanced alien that uh, spends his time hunting its victims in the Central American rainforest. Mm-hmm. A bit like malaria. 
Yeah. <laughs> a few facts about this one now. Jean-Claude Van Damme was originally cast to play Predator. He yes. was to use his martial arts skills to um, make the character an agile ninja-like hunter. But when they saw him up against Carl Weathers and Arnie and Jesse Ventura, they were like six foot plus and he's only five nine. They were like, Arr. We had this fact when we've spoken about Predator before. Did we? Okay. Yeah. Evan Peter Hall was hired to play the Predator in the end. He was seven foot two. He did find the role very difficult as it was impossible to see in the suit. Fun fact, he also played the Sasquatch Harry in Harry and the Henderson. <laughs> Very contrasting roles. <laughs> the Predator spawned three sequels, a prequel, and also appears in Kramer vs. Predator, a sequel to Kramer vs. Kramer. <laughs> Lovely stuff. Well, uh, my number two, Stu, is, and I don't know if I've put an extra one in just in case I'm not allowed this one. I've gone for Jaws, the shark. Yeah. Well, I put another one, which I'll tell you about at the end. I'll now use the other one as my honourable mention. So Jaws uh, was the shark from, obviously, the 1975 film Jaws. Um, I've got some facts about sharks, if you're interested, Sue. Yeah, Glenn, always like sharks. Um, sharks have sharp sharks have sharp teeth and like eating people. Yeah. Favourite meals. They won't attack you if you're dry. So That's correct. And comfort for. Um, sharks have a pointy fin to scare people. And it is used to pick up FM radio stations. So, you know, <laughs> quite good, that, isn't it? Is he a villain, though? Because he's just doing what's natural well, to him, isn't it? What, I went on Google and I put top movie monsters and there was like a list of, I think it was like top 100. And the shark from Jaws was in that. So I thought, well, technically then, but if anyone moans, then I'll use my um, my honourable mention as my second choice instead. So that's my number two, Stu. Anyone moans, though, who gives a fuck? It's our show, not theirs. Yeah, fucking dickheads. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean, dickhead. <laughs> See, I got number one. He's not really a villain either, but King Kong. Yeah. But we didn't say movie villains, did we? We said movie monsters. Yeah, movie monsters, yeah. So, uh, King Kong, dubbed the eighth wonder of the world. Kong lived on Skull Island, minding his own business, when he was taken against his will back to New York by Jack Black to be paraded to the world's media. But when he breaks free, because he doesn't want to be there anymore, he's treated like a villain and is hunted down. He tries to escape and gets confused and climbs the Empire State Building. But unfortunately, he eventually is shot down, falls to his death, wondering the whole time how he became the bad guy. (laughs) I wrote all that myself. Was he really a monster after all? Yeah, that would have been nice. Yeah. yeah. Stu, that... um... King Kong always reminds me of the punchline from a joke that's never told on um, Peter Kay's Phoenix Nights, where the punchline is, I said ping pong balls, not King Kong's balls. And you never find out what the actual start to that joke is. A bit like the bolt through the willy joke from... Uh, yeah. Well, we could Connolly. find out, but we, we don't want to. I tried, but I couldn't figure out what it was. Um, King Kong features in many movies dating back as far as 1933. The latest being in 2021, where he takes on Godzilla. Mm, excellent. Thanks, mm. Dave. Uh, well, my number one is your number two. It's Predator. Um, Such a good um, movie monster. is an alien from the 1987 film, Predator, as you said, played by Kevin Peter Hall, again, as you said. 
Um, a, full, a fun fact for you, Stuart. Originally, the Predator and uh, originally in the film, Predator and Arnie were in a romantic relationship. Um, that was the what the relation that was what the film was going to be about. There are still some scenes uh, in the finished film where you can see that. Um, I think I'll when watch it again. the Predator is picking flowers to give to Arnie, you sort of see, ah. and then you don't really see the flowers later on. But then you do see the flowers in the helicopter at the end. Um, they're sort of on the side in a in a nice vase. So yeah, that's my number one, Stu. <clears throat> Maybe that stick around line was like, stick around, Predator. I'll go yeah. and see what's for dinner. Yeah, stick around. It was supposed to be like that, Stu. Stick around. That's right. <laughs> um, I'll, uh, what I'll do, Stu, is I guarantee no one's going to have this one. So I'll give you my honourable mention, just in case we've got any moaners. It was the, um, the Skeksis, Skeksis from Dark Crystal. Um, I don't no, know if they're like vulture-like creatures, and they scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. Yeah, they were bastards. They were bastards. Go on, and what's uh, what's the uh, Twitter art he said? All right, so Alyssa's gone for Harry from Harry and the Hendersons. Yeah, Richie Bees. Harry from Harry and the Hendersons is played by um, Kevin Peter Hall. There again. <laughs> did you know that he was played by Kevin Peter Hall? I did know that. Yeah, I did. Richard B's gone for Slimer, Xenomorph from Aliens, and The Thing from Adam's Family. Yep. Haley's gone for Mike Wazowski. Yep. And no one else. Uh, Brendo Tran, he's got for Gremlins on the yep. whole. Xenomorph and Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man. I knew he'd pick that. But yeah, when I, I saw it on Twitter, I thought, oh, yeah, I knew he'd pick that. Mm. <laughs> 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 Frankie. <laughs> Frankie picked the <laughs> we've not heard anything about I don't know if you have or not but did you hear anything about from Frank regarding the um, yes I said logos on the arse yeah he said he wasn't going to do it he wasn't ah <laughs> oh, that's a shame uh, Frank's son came back this week as a surprise to him yes saw that on Twitter University in Scotland that was a lovely thing to see that was yeah, it was good. Uh, Frank. Hold on. Hold on, Frank Jr. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, Frank picked the 57 Chevy in Christine. Yeah. The Maze in The Shining. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. And The Thing in The Thing. The Thing, yeah. Uh, it's regular gab. It's regular gab. He talks a load of old shite. He does, doesn't he? He does. <laughs> Uh, Gav picked the Sarlacc from Return of the Jedi. Yep. Candyman from Doctor Who. Now, uh, that, that is from TV. So. Oh. And yep. uh, the aliens in Mars Attacks. Yep. And Wolfie. <laughs> Give me one moment, please. <laughs> oh, well, let's also pick Bluto from The Labyrinth. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not to be confused with the planet Bluto. Yeah. Or the dog in Disney. Yeah. Uh, Wolfie says, 28 weeks later, because there's a bit at Wembley where man where man won loads of trophies like the World Cup. <laughs> so he went wrong there. I picked on that. Which man was that then, Wolfie? Yeah. <laughs> Meant fucking man you mate. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought, well, man, you can't win the World Cup, you plank. Think they can, me? You ain't even not like football in it, ain't you? <laughs> I'll try to explain what it is. The World Cup is for countries. 
Do I need to explain to you what a country is? I have a feeling I'm going to have to. Do you care? Man, you played in the World Cup instead of Australia once, mate. <laughs> I'm yeah. talking shite. And then he's got the Rio uh, ah, yeah. there. And I've replied with the Jordan Pickford in This Is England. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Very good. So is that everyone? So, Stu, yes. it is your choice for the next top three. Warrior got. Top three fireworks? <laughs> My top three. You've not thought one, have you? No, I've got to put one down. Top three noises <laughs> that fire makes, fireworks make. Whoosh! Bang! <laughs> your top three rides at a fairground. Oh! Is that... Or like a... Can that be you like know, a... your dog drums and your world whirlpools and all that? Yep. Can that Merry be around? Can that be rides at like Alton Towers? So could you have like the Nemesis? No. No. So it's got to be a fairground. Park. It's a fairground. What your top fairground three fairground rides. rides? Oh, I like it, Steve. That's a good one. Oh, I was going to do films, weren't I? I can't think of an actor actress. Though. Don't worry. Do fairground rides. You can do one next time. So if you would like to tell us your top three rides from a fairground, not a theme park, then you can and you get in contact. StuandOurPod at gmail.com or at StuandOurPod on Instagram and Twitter. Yes, yeah, so if anyone does like Nemesis or like anything off Fort Park, you're banned for one week. Yeah. So that was top three, and now it's time for Naughty Corner. We can discuss our favourite songs and films in the Naughty Corner. Ooh. On each episode, Stu and I are going through the noughties and telling you our favourite films and singles from each year. In the last episode, it was your top single from the year 2006, and a poll went up on Twitter. Stu, we've got the results. Yeah, we got 100 votes. Oh, that's the most we've ever had, I think. We've still got 44 minutes left, but I don't think anyone's going to vote now. It's not going to make any difference either. No. Uh, so in last place was Brad Paisley in the world. No surprise. 3%. I wonder who voted, because I didn't. <laughs> yeah, someone. I never vote. No. <laughs> uh, I wonder who did that. Uh, in third place, was Sexy Back by Justin Timberlake. That was Wolfie's choice. Oh, it was Wolfie's uh, choice. 15%. Yeah. Second place was Niles Barkley's Crazy, 37%. And the winner was Chelsea Dagger by the Fratellis, 45%. We also that's... had someone called Kevin. Oh. That's two weeks on the trot I've won. Mine's I know it was Someone wrote in called Kevin. He's... I'm not sure where he's from, but he's got the German flag. Yeah. Oh, Danker Sebs. I think he's a Vettel fan. Yeah. Uh, Kevin says, Chelsea Dagger. I play this song so many times during Road Rage events in Burnout Dominator. Oh, good Burnout luck. Dominator. It's nice that really he's good. commented. Well done. So on this he also, episode... He also, yeah. sorry, Al, he um, commented on last week's um, poll. Yeah. And said, none of those films that we picked, but Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. Oh, fair enough. Was he, was, well, he to show, Kevin. was he listening to Chelsea Dagger as well at the same time? Well, thank you, Kevin. Well, he, he picked Chelsea Dagger, didn't he? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, that was uh, last week's poll, or last episode's poll. And on this episode, we are looking for your favourite film from 2007. Stu, shall I go first with this one? There you go. Uh, I don't think there was, uh, there was much debate on this. As soon as I saw it was out that year, it went down. It's Rise of the Foot Soldier. 
Oh, for fuck's sake. Now, I, I, I realise that I'm going to give up my um, my winning streak of two episodes in the trot with this. But Rise yeah. of the Foot Soldier is, uh, it's the life and life of career criminal Colton Leach. It's actually based on a true story. Colton Leach was a real person. Um, the story had five sequels, Stu, one we've not seen yet. Um, the best line in it, Stu, which I got this from the quotes, is by Pat Tate, again, another person that was a real person. Um, I'm fucking warning you, you say a fucking word, all of you get what that cunt got. <laughs> is this the one I watched? No, I don't think you've seen the first one. What did I watch? I watched that. One prostitute, two prostitutes. Yeah, that's Soldier 3. <laughs> don't Which think it matters where I start, does it? That was a great line, wasn't it? <laughs> To stay, that's mine, Rise of the Foot Soldier. I know it's not going to win, but I just right. had to. Mine will probably win this week, Al. Yeah. I've gone for There Will Be Blood. Oh, yes. Great film. Written and directed by Paul Thomas Anderson and loosely based based on the 1927 book Oil by Upton Sinclair. It stars Daniel Day-Lewis, one of his best roles, as Daniel Plainview, who was a silver miner turned oil man on a ruthless quest for wealth. Oh. During Southern California's oil boom of the late 19th and early 20th centuries. Here to perform one of the most iconic lines from the movie is Marge Simpson. I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. <laughs> is that all you've got? You did the whole thing last time. Oh, right. Hold on a second. If I have a milkshake, Homer, and you have a milkshake, and my straw... Goes all the way across the room into your music, <laughs> and then I drink it up. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's knackered, my The movie was nominated for eight Oscars. Thank you, Marge. The movie was nominated for eight Oscars, including Best Picture, Director, and Adapted Screenplay. It did win Best Actor for Daniel Day Lewis, and equally deserved was Best Cinematography for Robert. Elephant. Hmm? Some of the shots in that film are mad. Like. Yeah, you could just watch it. You could watch it with just the sound off and appreciate mm. it for that. Yeah, it's such a good film. Yeah. So that's R two Stu. What's the um... drink? Your milkshake. Drink it up. Oh, Al, well, we didn't do our honourable mentions for the monsters. Oh, do it. Yeah, go on then. Cut your honourable mentions for the monsters. Godzilla, Xenomorph, and Charlton Heston in Bowling for Columbine. <laughs> you horrible bastard! Yeah, go on then. What's um? So what's the monster the... in that film? He didn't give hey, a hey, shit, hey. did he? Yeah. Go on then, Stu. What's your uh? <laughs> Twitter people said. That's my controversial part this week. It was the church last week. It's Charlton Heston this week. <laughs> um, noise corner, right? The <clears throat> the people out there. Brendan pick hot fuzz for the honourable mention to the Simpsons movie. Yep. Gav picked Superbad yeah. uh, with an honourable mention for the Darjeeling Limited. He said yeah. we'd take the piss him picking that. Yeah. And guess what, Gav? We will, because yeah. it's shit. Ooh, Darjeeling, dear. Why are I caught films? <laughs> you just like it because all the, all the other hipster friends like it. Yeah. It's bag of shite. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, Frank picked Zodiac 
That's a good oh, one. that's a great film. Yeah, that's going in the thing. Yeah, it's got. I think it's got to be Zodiac and Brendan's film, Hot Fuzz. So far, uh, Keith picked Stardust. Okay, and someone new called A Case. Oops. Yep. Um, he picked There Will Be Blood. Okay. Yep. Say he and yeah, he. He says it. Uh, a case at two crow forty eight, an avid movie watcher, casual video game player, professional recluse. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the show. Hey, he's uh, followed by Frank Mendoza. Oh, excellent! Nice. We got some mutuals. Lovely to meet you. Lovely to meet you. Um, I got some honourable mentions for this out. Yep. The Mist. <clears throat> no Country for Old Men. Yeah. I can't believe anyone said that. Uh, Zodiac. Three ten to Yuma. American Gangster and Super Bad. Yeah. If Rise of the Foot Soldier hadn't been out that year, it would have been such a difficult one to pick. <laughs> so those films will go up on a Twitter poll um, and we will tell you what the results are in the next episode. But Sorry, on the what next... did we pick again? Hot Fuzz, was it? Different? Hot Fuzz and, and then um, whatever the other choice was. Zodiac. Um, on the next episode, we would like your favourite single from the year 2007. And uh, you can get in contact with us, stoneowlpod at gmail.com or at stoneowlpod on Instagram and Twitter or X, if you want, whatever you want to call it. No, we're not calling it that. Okay. Twitter. <clears throat> Still to come, I visit London this week and take a trip to the Bagger Nails where I meet a familiar face from the past. London. London. Oh. Yes. One of our uh, old patrons is back out. Oh, exciting. I won't tell you who it is yet. All right. It's uh, Eggs Benedict versus Elvis, and you're the one that I want. Mike Reed is back with more tips. It's Alaska Fat Bear Week in, in the news. Mm-hmm. But for now, here's Al with an ad. For subpar comedy and poor impressions, it's time for Al's ad. As it's coming up to Halloween, we've brought you <laughs> scary stories. <laughs> Scary stories told by old men. It was the uh, fifth anniversary of my wife Agnes's death and there was a spooky fog covering the remote cottage in the edge of the forest in which I live. My friend Arthur suggested we do a Ouija board to contact Agnes (laughs) in the afterlife. I reluctantly agreed. Did I mention it were also Halloween night? We set the board up, lit candles and turned off the light. As we touched the Ouija board, the piece moved around the board and made my blood run cold. The air was freezing and we could see our breaths. It wasn't Agnes. It was something very, very evil. I was terrified because... My friend suddenly spoke in a devilish tone and he said, oh, hold on a minute. Uh, I must apply my pile cream to my anus before it gets too itchy. (laughs) (laughs) Blood under the fingernails last week from scratching so much. Oh, shut the fuck up. (laughs) That's old man's scary stories only on five. And now it's time for In The News. That's great.
On each episode, Stu tell us some, tells us some uh, lovely news stories. Uh, he'll tell us about sport, weather, uh, sometimes business, Dr. Doris, sometimes Arnie, but not very often anymore. Um, but here we go, Stu. Here are your headlines. Thanks, Al. Busybody vampire gets rejected on a date. It's told you're nosy for R2. <laughs> oh, very nosy good. Nosy for R2. Candyman contracts diabetes. He says, probably my fault, to be fair. <laughs> and Sully gets... And Sully gets locked out after he forgets his Mike Wachowski. Oh, oh, good. But first, a brown bear described as thicker than a bowl of porridge or oatmeal, if you're from the other side of the Atlantic. Yeah. Uh, they've been crowned the champion of Alaska's annual Fat Bear Week competition. Nice. Fat Bear Week. The bear, nicknamed Grazer, beat a rival bear, aptly named Chunk, into second place. The dominant mother bear who was rescued, sorry, raised two litters is one of an estimated 2,200 brown bears living in Katmai National Park and Preserve in Alaska. That's good to hear, isn't it? 2,200. Yeah. Thriving in the uh, forest there. That's good. That's good. The bear who has been known to take on alpha male bears to protect her babies has, um, has also been hailed as one of the best anglers by park officials due to a Incredible ability to catch fish, even chasing fleeing fish downstream. Oh. Mm. Speaking of bears, Al. Yep. The singer Bill Withers had a brother called Bear. He wrote the hold music for telephones. <laughs> no late. Bear Withers. Bear Withers. Also this week. <laughs> also this week, a bear and a rabbit both went for a dump in the woods. Um, <laughs> The bear said to the rabbit, do you ever have a problem with poo sticking to your fur? And the rabbit, looking confused, says, no, I've never had that problem at all. So the bear went, good, and picks up the rabbit and wipes his ass. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> Cats are known to have nine lives, but this cat is well known for another numerical reason. It has two noses. Oh, I saw this. One of a kind double conked kitty has been taken in at the Cats Protection Warrington Adoption Centre. Staff at the centre have named her Nanny McAfee after the film character with a distinctive weird nose. That'll do its confidence good, doesn't it? Yeah, that's nice. For you, Nanny McAfee. Weird cat. At first glance, staff thought it just had one big nose. But after a checkup, this was upgraded to having two noses. Yeah. Staff have all taken a liking to the unusual cat and are hopeful that our newfound fame will mean there'll be no shortage of suitors to adopt her. Yeah. Uh, speaking of noses, Al, yeah. everyone knows, pardon the pun, about Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, but few knew about Harold the Brown-Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> he was as strong as the rest and could fly as high, but he just couldn't stop very well. Oh. All right, he's hitting his nose, yeah. <clears throat> Into the bottom, that's like brown. Oh, yeah, to the bottom, yeah. Uh, never mind. <laughs> I hate having to pick my nose, but my plastic surgeon says I have to choose one or we won't do the operation. <laughs> Lovely. Actors taking part in the current writer's strike have been told not to dress up as popular film or TV characters for this Halloween. SAG-AFRA, AFRA, the union representing the actors, have issued guidelines to make sure they do not inadvertently break strike rules. 
It means those thinking of dressing up as Wednesday Adams or Spider-Man will have to think again. The Union Guide says, choose costumes inspired by generalized characters and figures, such as a ghost or a zombie or a spider. Let's use our collective power to send a loud and clear message to our struck employers that we will not promote their content without a fair contract. Don't post photos of costumes inspired by struck content to social media. Followed bollocks. Yeah. In I response, mean, it... in response, Ryan Reynolds wrote on Twitter, I look forward to screaming scab at my eight-year-old daughter. <laughs> She's not in a union, but she needs to learn. <laughs> Lovely. What a load of shit, man. Speaking of strikes, though, well, yeah, I've heard dentists are going on strike soon, so I hope everyone's braced themselves for that. Oh, good. My nose went on strike last week. I felt bad when I had to pick it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but a bit of sport, Al. Yes, please. Well, next week sees the Rugby World Cup final where New Zealand will take on South Africa after narrowly beating England in yesterday's semi-final. Yep. We just, rugby, Al. So we didn't Speaking try enough, did we? We didn't try enough, no. no we didn't, we didn't try, try at all. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't get any. <clears throat> I made breakfast for the uh, local rugby team, actually, here in Brinklow the other day. Oh, yeah. They all said it tasted scrummy. <laughs> oh, good. Exciting news this week as 80s singing sensation Enya has bought her own rugby union team. Their next three fixtures are Sail Away, Sail Away, Sail Away. <laughs> Very good. Uh, join in with this one if you want to, Al. Zombie roll call with the cranberries. Zombie. Brains. <laughs> Veggie zombie. Grains. <laughs> Bodybuilding zombie. Gains. <laughs> Conductor zombie. Trains. <laughs> Plumber zombie. Drains. <laughs> Pilot zombie. Planes. <laughs> Batman zombie. Bruce Wayne. Cleaner zombie. Stains. Cockney actor zombie. Michael Cones. <laughs> I have any more. Is... <laughs> European zombie. Spains. <laughs> If we think of any more during the show, we will. Yeah. Marlon Brando gets it wrong. I stabbed a vampire, beat zombies to death, and killed the devil itself. But then my wife runs in and says, Marlon, you're only supposed to give them sweets. <laughs> Health with Dr. Doris. Patient gave me this letter to send to his family, but fuck it, I'll read it to you boys instead. How about that? Go on, in writing this from hospital. But don't worry, the doctors say I'll be fine eventually. However, I feel I should warn you all that the Dyson ball cleaner has a very misleading name. <laughs> very good. And the weather, we're going back to the zombies. <laughs> Brilliant. Thank you, Stu. Well, that was in the news. And now it's time for You're the One That I Want. And now it's time for You're the One That I Want. In each episode, me and Al pick a subject for us to revise for a week or two. Yep. 
Although we only usually revise on the day of the recording. Very true. Like I've done today. <laughs> we then ask each other five questions on that subject, and then we see who wins. So we've got bragging rights for the next two weeks. Yep, it's currently two all. Um, oh. For this episode, still run the letter E, and you wanted... Presley. Elvis Presley, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. I uh-huh. And I asked for um, Eggs Benedict, which... <laughs> There wasn't much to go with, Val. So, yeah. <laughs> so, Steve, would you like your questions first? Yeah, go on in, yeah. Okay. Um, I, I picked easier questions because I thought I'd eggs bend next much, not much on there. So, Stu, question one, what is Elvis's date of birth? All your questions are like weirdly... What are they all about Elvis's date of birth as well? No, they're just like... Well, answer the question then. I don't know. I don't know if you like these questions. Sorry, go on. What is Elvis's date of birth? 1935. Yeah, what's uh-huh. the date of birth? Oh, January 6th. January 8th. Is it? Yeah. Um, question two, when did he divorce Priscilla? 1967. 19 what? 67. 73. That's the year they got remarried, right? 67. Yeah. Question three, what rank was he in the army? He was a sergeant, sir. He was a sergeant, ma'am. Uh-huh. Question four, what was his first RCA single? All Shook Up. No, Hotel Heart, Heartbreak Hotel. Damn it. And question five, what was his twin brother called? Died in childbirth, I think. There's still Aaron. Name. Jesse. Steve, you scored one. <laughs> you could... Childbirth bit. Yeah, or, or uh, very young or something, I can't remember. So Steve, you scored one out of five. I can't see you getting one. All right. Oh, what? Not getting one at all? No, you'll get more than one, I mean. All right. All right, your question's on Egg Benedict, then. The city of origin? New York. Yeah. Sauce used? Hollandaise. Yeah. Eggs Balmoral is a variation. What is subbed for Canadian bacon? Salmon. Haggis. Oh. Which restaurant in Manhattan claims to have first served this dish? Delmonico's, which is a great name for a restaurant. <laughs> and the four main ingredients for a traditional uh, eggs benedict. Uh, an English muffin. Yeah. Canadian bacon. Yeah. Poached egg and hollandaise sauce. Yeah. Now you've got four? I think so, yeah. I think it was just the haggis. Yeah. So do you want your uh, tiebreaker? Yeah. Finish the name of the title of the film. Kissing... Elvis. Cousins. Elvis. Ain't no wrong kid killing Yeah, everyone in the street does that marry their cousin stuff. So it's all it's all ha ha. I'll marry my cousin right now. What was my tiebreaker? One of Del Monaco's former chefs published the recipe in 1894. Who was it? I can't remember, but I do remember the name of the book that he put it in. It was called something like um, The Art of Eggs Benedict or something. I can't remember. I don't know his name, though. Yeah, yeah. It's Charles Ranhofer. Ah, that's it, yeah. So he's currently now 3-2 to me, Stu. On the next episode, I would like Family Guy as my... uh... Ah, I picked Futurama. Oh, did you? Oh, that's good. Two cartoons. Fuck it, as a family man. And <laughs> in a Futurama. 
movies drama and a future drama and a future drama family man oh 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 marry your cousin <laughs> so um on the next episode we will be looking at future armor and family guy play along if you like or don't uh whatever i don't care and now it's time hey. for tales at a bag of nails on each episode, Stu or I take a trip down to London, London, and down to the greatest pub in the world, the Bag O'Nails, which means Stu and Al. Yeah, I was listening to an old episode the other day, episode nine, Dear Stu and Al. Oh yeah, and I absolutely slag the Bag O'Nails off to death. Oh, is it when you said worst pub? Yeah, a shit hole and all this. I'm like, oh, what was I thinking back then? Just you now, uh, the younger days, do the yeah. balls of youth. So, Stu, what did you? Who did you meet? You said you met someone who from the past. So, who is it? I did, Al. I met Tom Fun. Yeah. Oh God! Yeah. What's his name? Can I go on now? Can I go on? Is he ready? No, his name was Tom Cat. Was it? Oh yeah, yeah wasn't it? Tom Cat. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Fun's from Reeves and Water, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Oops. We've had a lot of fun. <laughs> a lot, a lot of fun. <laughs> going to get gyro, Dom. That was what it was on there. And snouts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on, stay. Tom Cat, sorry, yeah. Tom Cat. Give us the tape. Is it time? Can I come on yet? Am I ready? Not He's here, He's live. No tape. All oh, right. Oh, go on. on. Hi, Al. You're right. Yeah, yeah, not so bad. Good, good. Yeah, I can't hear you. Oh, no, I can't hear you because it's live. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I'm dead excited now. I've just been to the circus. I saw a man in the... Fl- I saw a man in the flying trapeze upset, though, as he caught his wife in the act. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Anyway, I'll tell you what, I've had a right couple of weeks. I'll tell you all about it now with these details of the bag of nails. <sighs> I was late for a meeting the other day at work. I said, sorry that I'm late. I was having some computer issues. And the boss said, hard drive. I went, no, no, the commute was fine. It was just my laptop. Oh, bloody hell, yeah. Is that it? <laughs> better be a fucking good podcast in bed in this, don't we? I remember my interview there, though. They said, uh, they asked if I could type fast. I said, yeah. And there's many other words I can type as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I went on a dinner date with a girl from work. She said, uh, this has been great. We should have dinner again. I said, oh, thanks, but I'm full. <laughs> yeah. I got, I, got, I got lost in a hotel the other day. I went to the receptionist and I said, hi, I forgot what room I'm in. She said, no problem, sir. This is called the lobby. <laughs> Very good. Went, went to the doctor's the other day. I said, doc, my back hurts when I wake up in the morning. And he said, well, we'll just wake up in the afternoon then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it helped. It helped me. Yeah. <laughs> I, was at a, I was at a games night and I said to my friend, how can I stop my addiction to wordplay? And I said, well, whatever means necessary. I said, no, it don't. <laughs> <laughs> my wife was mad at me. She said, uh, you haven't listened to a single word I've said to you, have you? He said, I haven't listened to a single word I've said to you. I said, so that's a weird way to start a conversation. 
<laughs> uh, I better be off anyway. I need to go to the doctor again. Last time I was there, he shook my hand and said, Hey, how are you? And I said, Oh, I'm fine, thanks. He said, Right, get out then. Oh. I'll see, see you later, lads. Bye. Well, thanks, Stu. That was a. It's nice to have Tom Cat live in the episode. I'll it be is, Al. I'll be back again, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, brilliant. Save you for the Christmas special. Oh, please. Yes, thank you. Well, I'll be going down the bag of nails next week, seeing who I meet and maybe someone from a TV show that Stu likes and hopefully not ruin it for him. Um, You're going to ruin it. You know you are. <laughs> now it's time for Mike Reed's Top Tips. On each episode, Stu finds a cassette tape with a couple of tips from Walford's own Mike Reed. Stu, what have you got this week? A tape, Al. As always. Oh, brilliant, yeah. <laughs> right, and click. All right, lads, Mike Reed here. A couple of tips to get you through life. How you doing? You all right? Yeah, good, thanks, Mike. Johnny, mate. <laughs> that never gets old, does it? Nope. 77 oh, episodes in. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, a couple of tips. That's what you pay me for. Right-handed people, perform tasks with your left hand, so if you get a splinter, you'll be able to remove it carefully with your right hand. <laughs> yeah, very good. Office workers, top up your fading holiday tan while laying on the photocopier and press the copy button repeatedly during quiet moments at work. <laughs> I'll try that one out. Always a pleasure, lads. Glad to be out. Cheers, Mike. Well... There we go. That's episode 77, the Halloween special. Uh, Should we get the admin out of the way first, too? So on the next episode, we would like your favourite, your top three rides at fairgrounds, and that's fairgrounds, not theme parks, in top three. And in the naughty corner, we'll be asking your favourite single from the year 2007. You get contact stewandalpod at gmail.com or at stewandalpod on Instagram and Twitter. Stu, you mentioned earlier that you think you'd left out Wolfie's um, top three monsters. Yes, I gave it. I uh, mixed it up. I put Wolfie's 2007 film in for the top three. Oh yeah, and completely ignored his uh, monsters. Yeah. So, so apologies if you're listening, Wolfie. It was my bad. Sure he is. Brick. <laughs> um, but uh, Wolfie's monsters. Here they are. He said, "Monsters Inc. Monsters, Monsters University Monsters, and Monsters Energy Drink." Yeah. I replied to him, so close, Wolfie. Two out of three ain't bad meatloaf meme there. Yeah. You are which one ain't not a monster? Ain't not a monster. <laughs> so I put the drink. He went, fucking love monster me. I've about 12 before a man you game and go fucking mental. Uh, yeah. I thought good for you. And then he just ended it with the, re- re- uh, the Rio stuff. Oh, shame. I think he might have been a bit tired that day. Yeah, probably. Which was weird seeing he's had so many Monster Energy drinks. Yeah. <laughs> probably wiped out. Still, have you got anything um, for the outro? Yeah. We've, had a, a, we've had an email. Just, oh, well, we just had an email. Oh, yeah, go on then. Very short as well. Um, Dear Stu and Al, don't answer your front door. It might be burglars. P.S. Slade Pavilion, standing only, Lee from Berry. Oh, Lee, Slade. Oh, standing remote. Yes, please. As going? They, yeah, as long as they play It's Christmas again. Or uh, Baby, baby, baby. <laughs> do, 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 do. Yeah. 
Um, and um, I won't answer the door then um, if it might be burglars. I'll keep all it the I'll keep all the Halloween candy for myself. Oh, candy! Oh, candy! <laughs> you got any Halloween candy? <laughs> <laughs> Alex, there's an American standing right here. Yeah. Okay. She got any Halloween candy? Yes. Yes. Save me. What we got? You can talk. It's okay. Zombie eyes. Oh, proper stuff. I usually just get Haribo and then eat it all myself. You just, uh, you just made your debut on the podcast. Congratulations. Right, well, Stu, I've got a Halloween quiz for you to end, if you like. Yes. I love a good quiz, Al. Come on. So, Stu, I've got 10 films um, that are sort of horror movie monsters or Halloween-type films, um, but they're franchises. And I want you to tell me how many films have been made using these either movie monsters or films, okay? And I've got a little impression for you of each person um, in each film, okay? So the first one for Stu is Saw. You want to play a game, buddy? That's uh, the main Saw guy. Sounded like him, didn't it? Are you Uh, including Jigsaw in this franchise? Yes, I assume so. Eleven? Ten. Oh, you're not including the one that's not been released? It might not be Jigsaw, they might just be the Saw films. So I'll give you that then, because he would have said 10. Um, So the next one, Stu. Hey, I'll get you in your dreams, buddy. That's Nightmare on Elm Street, sounding very much like a Saw film. Are we including Freddy versus Jason in this? I don't know. Oh, Foxy. Seven. Nine. (laughs) You're giving me that one as well. Yeah. Uh, The next one, Stu, you ready? Hey, I'm going to get you with my machete, buddy. That's Friday the 13th. Don't think so. <laughs> Friday the 13th, what's that? Is that Michael Myers? No, it's... Um, Jason. Jason and the Argonauts. Yeah. Eight. Twelve. Fucking hell. that including Jason X? I don't know, probably. I didn't research it that much. I just Googled it. The next one, you ready? Hey, I got a good sharp knife here, buddy. Uh, it's Halloween. <laughs> no, he doesn't even fucking talk. <laughs> How many Halloween films are there? 11. 13. Fucking hell. How? I don't know. <laughs> the next one. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> they all sound the same. Hey, I'm going to crush your car with my big ass foot. Buddy, that's uh, Godzilla. <laughs> Godzilla <laughs> 12. 38. Oh, 38. Oh, yeah. 38. 38. I bet he speaks in one of them. He speaks in all of them. Next one, you ready? Hey, I used to be a murderer, but now I'm a fucking doll, buddy. And that's Child's Play. Yeah. Chucky, child's play, yeah. How many of them are there? Nine. Eight. Oh, fuck's sake. Uh, the next one? Eight. <laughs> hey, buddy. Fucking zombies around here. Gonna eat my brains in that. That's of the dead films. How many of the dead? George A. Romero, of the dead films are there? Eight. Six. Oh. Next one. This one will sound like it. What's your favourite scary movie, buddy? That's Scream. How many Scream films are there? No one ever says buddy. There's six Scream films. <laughs> yeah. Six. 
<laughs> Next one. Hey, I'm going to eat your goddamn boat, buddy. Jaws. <laughs> Seven. Four. Ah. And <laughs> your mother sucks cocks in hell, buddy. <laughs> Five. Six. Ah. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Adding buddy to like classic film lines might work. Good, isn't it? Hey, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn, buddy. <laughs> Tonight we will get our freedom, buddy. <laughs> Spray pot. Clever buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely stuff. So there we go. Hey, <laughs> hey, just live with some baba beans and a nice Kiani, buddy. <laughs> I'll drink your milkshake, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> right. So thank you everyone for listening to episode 77. Say goodbye, Stu. Luke, Luke <laughs> I'm your buddy, buddy. <laughs> No, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> right, say goodbye. See ya. Bye. <laughs>